I like people, but I like them in short bursts. Maybe there's a compromise here, then. You filthy criminals. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today we're kicking off Season 6 with some of the unwritten rules we have to live by in our society. Okay, we don't have to live by them. We don't have to live by them at all. But we should. We should. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about unwritten rules that we all have in our existence, whether it's with family, whether it's with friends, whether it's at work. Every place we go, everybody we interact with, there are some unwritten rules that we abide by or should abide by. Now, in a lot of ways, these unwritten rules can be considered the manners of today. I've talked about manners before. I think it was back in season one I talked about the manners, the basic manners that we grew up with. Simple things like please, thank you, excuse me, don't put your elbows on the table. Those were the rules that I grew up with, the basic manners of living in a polite society. And as I said then, and as I believe now, those still apply. We should all still say please and thank you and excuse me. That goes a long way to making our world a little more livable, don't you think? Just common courtesy. We've lost so much of that. So I still advocate please, thank you, and excuse me, and not putting your elbows on the table. But these unwritten rules are more broad-based, I guess, is the way to look at it. I mean, an unwritten rule, it's an informal suggestion about how we should behave, what we should do, how we should be in social situations, depending on who we're with. I mean, like with family, the unwritten rule might be don't air your dirty laundry in front of non-family members. Don't talk about the family stuff in front of strangers. That's an unwritten rule of the family. If you're with friends, you don't date your friend's ex. You stop a friend from drunk texting an ex. If you're at work, one of the unwritten rules is don't leave before the boss leaves. Or if you're working on a deadline, don't be the first person out the door. Those are all unwritten rules of those different scenarios. And so those are the unwritten rules that I wanted to talk about today because there are so many that we should live by and too many of us don't. Now, these are going to apply across the board. Some are going to apply to family. Some are going to apply to friends. Some are going to apply to work. I'm going to leave it to you to decide where to apply them. But in my opinion, these are the unwritten rules that we live by or should live by in our world today. For instance, don't listen to your music or make a phone call while in a public space without using either earbuds or headphones. Put your headphones on, put your earbuds on. Nobody wants to hear your music or your conversation. They just don't. I know your conversation is the most important thing in the world, but that only applies to you. Nobody else wants to hear it. And let me carry that rule over into the bathroom. If you're in a public restroom, do you really need to be on the phone? No, you do not. I can't tell you the number of times I've seen guys either standing in a urinal or sitting in a stall and talking to somebody on the phone. There are no phone calls that urgent that require you to be on the phone while you're in the restroom. There are just not any circumstances where that's not true. And while we're talking about the phone, this is a subtle one. This is one that often gets overlooked, but this is just being polite, being mannerly. It's an unwritten rule that you should abide by. If someone's showing you a picture on their phone, they hand you the phone. You're allowed to look at the picture. Oh, that's a lovely picture of your nephew. Oh, what a wonderful sunset. Or whatever it is. 
Look at the picture. Enjoy it. Do not swipe that phone. You don't know what the next picture may be. And more importantly, it's none of your business. If they wanted you to see it, they'd show it to you. So just look at the picture and then hand the phone back. No poking around in other people's phones. This applies to friends, coworkers, family. You don't know what freaky pictures they have, and you probably don't want to know. So just look at the picture and give the phone back. All right, this one goes more to neighborly behavior, more friend behavior, but it also applies to family. If you find yourself borrowing something from your neighbor or your brother or your sister, you need to borrow the lawnmower, you need to borrow the blender, you need to borrow the sawzall, whatever it is. If you find yourself borrowing it for a third time, it's time for you to get your own. You don't need to keep bothering Stan next door for his sawzall. If you need it that often, just go buy one. That's just a common courtesy that's not written down anywhere, but stop bothering Stan. And as long as we're talking about Stan, this applies to Stan and everybody. You have to remember that not everybody is your friend. This is another one of those unwritten rules. We all like to think that we're all friendly, we can trust everybody. You can't. Stan may be your best friend, but Stan may also be the neighborhood gossip. He just might want to collect stories and pass them along at Kelsey's bar. He may know somebody you work with who happens to be his best friend and he'll use your stories against you. Not everybody is your friend, so be careful who you talk to, who you vent to, who you share secrets with, especially in this day and age where people are looking to post things on social media. You'll never believe what Frankie said. People do that all the time. So be careful with Stan, or with Frankie, or with whoever. Here's a general unwritten rule. Actually, it's a couple of them that apply to shopping carts. We all go to the store. We all use shopping carts. Unwritten rule number one is don't leave your shopping cart in the middle of the grocery aisle. We all know the move. You park your shopping cart. You walk up and down the aisle looking at the various flavors of soup or tomato sauce or whatever you're shopping for. And you don't take the cart every step. But for the love of God, don't park it in the middle of the shopping aisle. People have to get around you. Park it along the side so people can pass. What do you, take your half out of the middle? You are entitled to half of the shopping aisle. You can park your cart on one side and then wander around from there. Use your head, man. Use your head. And while we're using our head, return your shopping cart. When you're done shopping, return your shopping cart. You don't even have to bring it back up to the store anymore. They have those cart corrals, those cart slots, the parking spaces they devote to collecting the carts. You don't even have to walk all the way across the parking lot anymore. Just go to the cart corral. Don't be the idiot who parks it between parking spots. Don't run it up on the grass. That's just lazy. That's just rude. That's just inconsiderate. And don't give me the, well, they have people collecting carts. That doesn't excuse your bad behavior. They do that because there's people who don't return their carts. But that's not the dude's main job. Don't make it his main job. Just bring your cart back. Or at least put it in the cart corral. Be kind. Be considerate. As long as we're talking about being considerate, don't be rude to people who prepare your food. Whether you're going to McDonald's, whether you're calling up the pizza place, whether you're calling up the Chinese restaurant, placing a food order, don't be rude. Be nice. The people who work in the food industry, they already put up with so much crap. Why do you have to add to that? Just be pleasant. And if there's a miscommunication problem, take the time to calmly straighten it out. It's very easy to explain. No, no, I didn't mean pork fried rice. I meant shrimp fried rice. And the same thing goes for the delivery of the food, or if you're at a restaurant, the waiter or waitress who delivers the food to the table. There's no reason to be a rude Nick. There's no reason to be difficult. 
You don't have to be a jerk. Be polite. Be considerate. I know that you think you're special, but you're not entitled to be treated like a king or a queen just because you happen to walk into TGI Fridays for breakfast. You're entitled to polite service, but the person serving you is also entitled to be treated like a human being. Remember that. These are people providing a service to you that doesn't give you the right to treat them like crap. So don't. All right. The unwritten rules also apply to life and circumstances and the things we do in our world and the things we experience in our world. Sometimes these rules are not things that we follow, but they're just rules that apply. I mean, the biggest of the unwritten rules is life is not fair. If you believe that life is fair, I've got news for you. It is not. And if you continue to think that someday it's going to work out to be fair, trust me when I tell you, it doesn't. There are good parts about life and there are bad parts about life. A lot of life actually sucks. It's not fun. It's hard work. Bad things happen. If you think your life is going to be rainbows and daisies and unicorns frolicking in the woods, you're going to be disappointed. That's not the way it is. It just isn't. If you expect to be happy all the time, you're going to be disappointed. Life is not fair, and it's not always fun. You've got to accept that as one of the unwritten rules of life. But the corollary to that is that that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because the difficult times and the hard times help us appreciate the good times. That's another unwritten rule. We have the bad times, but those bad times, those unfair times, those horrible things that happen, they make us appreciate the wonderful things that also happen. Now, does it all even out in the end? No, it doesn't. Sometimes you're going to have really great days. Sometimes you're going to have really bad days. That's just a fact. With any sort of luck, it does come close to even by the end of the road. But don't hold on to the belief that life is fair, because it's not. That kind of leads me to the next unwritten rule. This is kind of a behavioral thing. You've got to learn to let go of the things that you cannot control. You can't control everything. You can't control how a boss is going to treat you. You can't control how a friend is going to react to what you do. You can't control the weather. So you've got to let go of the belief that you can control everything. Because you can't. Here's another rule along those same lines. You can do everything right. You can do all of the right things. You can say the right things, do the right things, check all the boxes on whatever it is you're working on, whether it's work, whether it's social, whether it's family. You can do all of the right things and still lose or still be overlooked for the promotion or still have your love interest go out with somebody else. This goes back to the life is not fair overarching rule. This is one of the sub rules that goes with that. You can do everything right and still things don't work out the way you want them to. That's just the way it works sometimes. It's just the way it works. And that connects to the let go of things you can't control. Because if you've done everything right, you checked all the boxes on the promotion list and you still didn't get the promotion, that's not a reflection on you. Because you didn't have the ultimate control in that decision. The boss did. You did everything you could do and the boss made another choice anyway. And you know what? It's going to happen. And that's one of the things that you just have to go, okay, I guess that's the way it is. You just have to roll with it. Here's a couple rules from your social interactions. First and foremost, and this comes from social media, but it also applies to social functions. It applies to family functions. It applies to work functions. Just keep this as a guideline. Don't have a strong opinion about something that you don't know anything about. Don't do it on social media. Don't do it at work meetings. Don't do it at family gatherings. Don't try to be an expert in a field that you know nothing about. 
As you know, I'm a lawyer. I have quite a few years of practice. I consider myself a relatively smart person. But I would never show up at a family gathering. I would never post on social media. I would never talk to my business colleagues about the right way to drop a transmission out of my car. Or the correct way to perform brain surgery. Or the best way to land a helicopter. I wouldn't do it because I don't know. I might have a strong opinion about the fact that the doctor may have screwed up if a guy's head fell off after the brain surgery. I might be able to voice that opinion. If the helicopter crashed into the side of the mountain, I might be able to voice the opinion that perhaps the pilot made an error. But as to the correct approach to an airfield to land the helicopter or to the cerebellum for the brain surgery, I'm not going to have an opinion about that. I don't have the experience to know whether my opinion makes any sense. Why would I even think about talking about something that's beyond my field of expertise? And yet so many people have no problem doing that. Don't be one of those people. Don't have a strong opinion about something you know nothing about. And don't pretend you know something about it, because then you're just going to embarrass yourself when somebody who actually knows about that shows up. Here's another unwritten rule of social interactions, family interactions. Just because someone is a family member, just because you're related to someone, that doesn't mean they're a good person. Jeffrey Dahmer had a brother. I'm sure that Jeffrey Dahmer's brother recognizes this as a truism. Not every family member is a good person. Now, I'm not saying every family has a serial killer in its midst, and I'm not saying every family has somebody who rises to the level of evil of a Jeffrey Dahmer. But just because you're related to somebody doesn't make them a good person. And that kind of leads me to the next one. It's okay to disagree with a family member, either because they're not a good person or because you don't agree with them. Just because they're a family member doesn't make them right. Family is family, and that's all well and good. But that doesn't make a family member good or right. And it's okay to acknowledge that and recognize that. Here's some unwritten rules for social interactions. If you're in a building, the elevator stops. You're getting ready to get onto the elevator. Before you get on the elevator, step aside. Let the other people get off the elevator first. Why do you have to compete trying to butt your way in when people are trying to get off? Have a little courtesy. Same thing with merging at a traffic light where you have two lanes going down to one lane. It's okay to alternate. In fact, it's expected. The guy on the left goes, and the guy on the right goes, and the guy on the left goes, and the guy on the right goes. You see how that works? Too many people don't understand that alternating behavior. They don't understand that it's okay to let the other lane go. I've seen too many times the second car trying to squeeze the guy on the right out, which accomplishes nothing except snarls up traffic and slows everybody down. Just alternate traffic. How hard is that? Same thing with parking spaces at a shopping mall or at the grocery store. If you see somebody pull out, let them pull out. You don't have to zip around them. And if you want the parking spot, put your signal on. And if you're approaching the parking spot and you see somebody's signal on, that means you can't have that spot. These are all the unwritten rules of social behavior that too many people forget exist. Here's another one. This relates to kids. Whether you've had kids, whether you're visiting people with kids, even if there's a kid in the booth at the restaurant next to you, these rules can apply there too. If a kid wants to play peekaboo, play peekaboo. Cover your eyes and go peekaboo. If the kid waves to you, wave back. It's okay. You don't have to be crazy about it, but a gentle little, hey, how's it going? Wave is good. It's cute. It's fun. And if a kid calls you on an imaginary phone and makes the imaginary phone with their fingers, you can do that too. Make an imaginary phone with your fingers and call them back. It's okay. You can play along. All right, just got a couple more for you here. The overarching rule is don't make fun of other people. 
Just don't make fun of them. Whether it's because of the way they dress, or how they look, or how they laugh, or how they talk. Just don't make fun of them. Okay, if you're sitting on the couch with your significant other, and you're watching a movie, and you can't stand somebody's accent or affect, it's okay between the two of you to say, I can't believe that's the way she sounds. Or, his accent is driving me crazy. It's okay in the privacy of your own home to share an observation. But going out in public and making fun of somebody's accent or the way they dress or the way they look, it's just not acceptable and it's unnecessary. It accomplishes nothing. It hurts their feelings and you get nothing out of it. So why do it? And you know, this even applies to making fun of the way somebody laughs or talks or even breathes. They're just some natural things that people do, whether it's laughing or smiling or breathing or talking. It's just natural for them and they can't help themselves from the way they do it. People have weird laughs. I know I do. People sometimes breathe loudly. I mean, not Darth Vader loud, but you know, somebody sucks in air and it just sounds funny sometimes. You don't have to point that out. They know. What does it accomplish to point it out to them? If you need to talk about it, wait till you get home, mention it to your significant other, and then drop it. But calling somebody out for the way they dress, the way they look, the way they sound, don't do it. And that kind of leads me to the final unwritten rule, at least for today's episode. If someone is doing something that makes them happy, gives them confidence, makes them feel better, if it's not hurting them, if it's not hurting someone else, if someone is doing something that gives them happiness and confidence, leave them alone. Don't bother them. Don't make fun of them. Don't pick on them. Let them be. Let them be happy. Now, this applies whether you're in a crowd with friends and you see somebody doing something silly on the subway, or if you're out at the mall and you see somebody in the parking lot doing something goofy, or you're at Starbucks and you see somebody singing to themselves while they're having their coffee, or if somebody's doing a TikTok dance on your street corner and they're getting some joy out of that, just let them be happy. Just let them enjoy it. If it's not hurting you, if it's not hurting them, if it's not hurting someone else, why do you have to take the joy out of it for them? Why do you have to inflict your opinions on them? Well, that looks stupid. Nobody cares what you think about what somebody else is doing. Nobody cares. Okay, maybe your significant other cares what you think. Maybe, maybe. But even if the two of you think that somebody is looking stupid on the street corner for doing a TikTok dance, keep it to yourself. It's not bothering them. It's not bothering anybody else. So just shut up about it. The overarching unwritten rule is, if it's not hurting you and it's not hurting them, leave it alone. The world would be a much better place. The world would be a much happier place if people would just leave things alone that weren't bothering them and weren't bothering anybody else. And by bother, I mean causing you physical pain or physical anguish. Just disagreeing with somebody because they wear a purple shirt or because they dress in drag or because they cosplay. Being bothered by that is kind of unreasonable, don't you think? If I want to cosplay as Wonder Woman, what the hell difference does it make to you? Why should you care? If it bothers you that I dress up as Wonder Woman and go to a con, that's a you problem. It's not a me problem. And that applies to pretty much anything that's not directly impacting you. I'm not making you dress up as Wonder Woman. I'm not making you go to a drag show. I'm not making you wear a purple shirt. Just because you don't agree with my taste or what I'm doing or what I like, that doesn't give you the right to comment on it or interfere with it. And that's really the bottom line right there. If it's not harming you, just leave it alone. Let it go. Your life will be so much happier if you learn to do that. 
As usual, I have a list of unwritten rules that I put together for the episode, and as usual, I didn't get to them all, so you can expect we'll be revisiting our unwritten rules later on. But for now, I suppose that'll hold you, right? Give you some things to think about, and it gets your new year off on the right foot, right? Something new to consider. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of things. As always, I can't thank you enough for all of your support and all of the time you spend listening to these episodes. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves, and I'll see you when I see you.